uh, you can be the John Armstrong role. I can. I can. Uh, okay. Well, you, why don't you do the? You should do okay, the. Okay, I'll do John. Armstrong. Okay. Well, then I'm John Moult. and I'm Lex Friedman. But John Armstrong isn't here, so welcome to turning this car around. That's my John Armstrong, right? <laughs> Maybe I should have done John Armstrong. <laughs> I don't know. Just saying. But. I pointed out to my son that whenever Lauren's out at night, or whenever, yeah, whenever she's not home and I'm tucking him in, he's like, I wish mommy could be here to give me one more hug and kiss. And he gets this really sad voice and he, he really <laughs> means what he's saying. But when I'm not here and then usually we'll FaceTime her if I know that she's if available, like if she's just like out with a friend and I know she won't mind, we'll do a quick FaceTime goodnight bonus. And she's already said goodnight before, you know, you know, the yeah. deal. but when I'm away, I never get this, Hey, can you FaceTime with Liam? And so I mentioned that to him before I went away, uh, this past week. And, uh, he was like, Oh, well now I'm going to FaceTime you every time. And then I came home and I was like, Hey, by the way, you didn't FaceTime me once. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, how come you didn't call me? And I'm like, well, mom doesn't call you. You call her. And he's like, that's true. So my son doesn't like me as much as he likes his mother is the point I'm trying to make. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm kind of glad because, well, I'm glad we've reached another phase in <laughs> his age. Well, I mean, this happened a while ago, but uh, he used to, so I would always like make up a story. Um, and uh, right. at the at, you know at bedtime, and he got so he liked that so much that he would text me, um, while I was out with my friends to tell him a story, <laughs> and so I would have to type it out, <laughs> which was very long and involved. And I do love, I mean, I love telling him, you know, making up a story for him. However, it was um, that was a little tedious and annoyed my friends. <laughs> did you use transcription or did you tap it out? I tapped it out. I wasn't going to. I wasn't going to sit in the bar and try and fight Siri over. <laughs> like, <laughs> we uh, the the big story that was uh, the one I told all three kids involved Danny the dolphin. Hmm. Uh, no relation to Dan Warren, um, but uh, <laughs> that we know of. That was. That was the number one made-up story I used for that. Well, what were your stories about? We, typically, we had we had a long-running series about uh, Mr. Fartsalot, <laughs> and Mr. Fartsalot is a superhero, um, and his power is his, his tremendous farts. That can. Would you like to tell us what that the can story blow uh, anybody away? Uh, I can't. I this was a, this was quite some time ago, um, okay. so I can't think of one. Uh, well, the one I can think I of think is, is gist, that though. I can't think of the whole story, but uh, the one I can think of was that. Uh, there was a, um, I think the space shuttle was going up and uh, was running into problems. And somehow, I think Mr. Fartzelot got onto the space shuttle and used his fart powers to get it up into space. <laughs> wow. That's good. Um, there were also, I but there were also just like a lot of, um, you know, like old Western standoffs, um, you know, between him and somebody else. And, um, and then he would fart and knock the guy over and that would be <laughs> <laughs> the, the only fart rich stories I've told my kids were really for Liam. If he was really crying like crazy and I just needed to make him laugh, mm -hmm. I'll tell him a story about, um, a fart named poop and a poop named fart <laughs> and their adventures together. Were they friends? Um, they were very, they were cops. Friends. <laughs> they were not cops although i'm sure one time they could be. the the sad thing with the danny the dolphin story sad might be the, the thing that depressed me with danny he the got dolphin beached was, he was captured by some, you know, some japanese fishermen and made into sushi the story involves whichever kid you're telling it to and that kid meets danny and goes on rides on danny's back and danny's like i've never had a chocolate ice cream cone and the kid's like stay here i'll go get you one and danny's like wow this is delicious 
um i owe you for life anytime you want to go on another ride on my back you come to the beach and call out danny and i'll come swimming for you and then the last line of the story the very first time i told it to anya was like and anya did so she came oh. to the beach and, and called for dan to take a ride anya did so every day for the next 300 years <laughs> because as i was telling the story i was like wait for her whole like if i say 50 years then what is she dying at age yeah, right. 55 sure. like so it's like 300 years mm-hmm. and only as they got older did they start to point out we're not going to live to be three hundred years old I'm like next topic <laughs> not really interested in discussing your mortality <laughs> this interview is over yeah yeah moving on right so wow i can't believe that you texted your son's stories that's pretty I, yeah i mean i didn't do it like i mean i i did it a fair amount but i you know and i tried i mean i think the first one was like really long and then after that it was like okay i didn't know that you were going to do this every single week but um now was he was he too uh quick-witted so that you couldn't like you know, three times later, just copy and paste the first one again. Uh, I did not. Th- I did not think of that because <laughs> I didn't have it. Like, I mean, I, that would have been a lot of scrolling. Oh, because you guys text a lot. Yeah, we I text see. a fair amount. Yeah. yeah. So usually, him asking for in-app purchases. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of in-app purchases, um, yes. I, I had a, nice I had a major success uh, yesterday. Just yesterday, finally, after three years of trying. <laughs> Oh, yes. I saw you tweet yeah. about this. Tip yeah. Tip. So I finally got. So he, you know, we in, in violation of, I'm sure, several um, licensing agreements and, and possibly um, interstate trafficking laws. Uh, we set him up with his own App Store account years ago before he was old enough to technically have an App Store account. Um, and, you know, and, and I'm monitored at all. So I basically I considered it mo- that it was mine and he was just using it. Um, which, you know, whatever. Uh, but so then they came out with this family sharing stuff and I wanted to get him, you know, okay, great. Now we don't have to do that anymore. We can all have, we can all be in the same family and we can share the same apps and stuff like that. And, and, yeah. um, and it was easy to add Karen cause she already had her account and you just bring in an adult account and it worked, worked easy peasy. But the way it's written, it doesn't say anything about how to add a child's account that already exists you can add an adult if their account already exists or you can set up a new child account within under your account but so i would have had to start all over again with his account i was like oh this is this is completely bogus and so after a lot of searching and you know i searched for a while like i think this came out in like 2014 or something and i just i couldn't find anything that was helpful and so i gave up um and and i think i looked at it again at some point and gave up again so finally yesterday i did some more searching and i found some um a post in apple's forums about how to do this and so basically what you do is you you go into the apple id on the account and you set the age or set the date of birth to 1-1-2001 and then when it comes in then you can add it as you know it appears like you're adding an adult from your account but when it comes in i guess it recognizes that date and makes it a child account and then you can go back into oh, then you can go I back into the account and change the date of birth to what it actually should be so my kids are all on my well two kids have app ids now or apple ids uh the older under two. your and they're both they're they're both members of the family yeah, okay. and their children so you don't have accounts I did, yeah, because I'm guessing you probably set up Hank's account before it existed, yeah. the family account. Yeah. Concept. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Before before the app store existed, yes. Yeah. So I don't have this problem. Um, the thing that's I like 
what's annoying is that for years, Lauren and I just shared my Apple ID for app purchases and all the apps were purchased under mine so that we didn't have to purchase the same apps twice because mm-hmm. we are cheap Friedmans. And uh, now that she, Lauren has her own Apple ID and we've got the family connection, but she still is like, she's just logged in as me. <laughs> so as I, we've discussed, I think on, on the rebound, Lauren buys a lot of escape the room style mm-hmm. apps. And I have like sync every app on my device. Turn on. <laughs> so I just <laughs> can scroll through hundreds of these apps. Well, yeah. She's like played and deleted. Uh, and I, I really should just transition her phone to using her own app store username, Apple ID, I, whatever. And I just haven't done that. Why don't you just, turn, why don't you just turn off? You don't want to turn off, uh, get everything. <sighs> That's another good point. Uh, but every once in a while she finds good stuff. <laughs> Well, yeah, because that would be a that would be an absolute non-starter with Hank. I mean, because he's constantly downloading those those kinds of games, um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to. And he has a his phone is like, I guess it's twice as much storage as a, as mine. So jealous? Not really. I mean, I don't even think. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not very. I don't, I'm not bumping up against the limit right now. So I have. Um, well, speaking of phones, yes, I have often on this show praised. T-Mobile. I'm about to heap whatever the opposite of praise is, <laughs> criticism upon T-Mobile. Yeah. Um, but before I say something negative about one company, I have positive things to say about another company. And I've talked about this before. Every time I travel for work, I was just at a conference called Podcast Movement in Anaheim, and I totally took a client to Disneyland, which was great. <laughs> and uh, But each night, I was crashing on my hotel bed, and... I would think to myself, boy, I wish this bed were slightly firmer or slightly softer. And yet there was no adjustment control on this bed. There was no option to change its level of firmness. You know why, John? I do know why. Because it wasn't a sleep number That's bed. That's why. I knew you didn't know. That's why. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I think our listeners have heard us talk about sleep number and they think, geez, that sounds great. And that's fine for, for Armstrong, Moltz, and Friedman. <laughs> but I can't afford one. Uh, my question is, can you really afford another crappy night in bed? I say no. And here's the good news. There has never been a better time to come to a sleep number store where all the beds are on sale during the biggest sale of the year. Uh, Armstrong, if you have extra time when you're editing, feel free to put some reverb on that part, <laughs> some echoes, whatever. So the sleep number trumpets bed be lets you too. choose. Yes. Uh, Actual trumpets, not you. fake trumpets. And, oh, sorry. Let's both, I have a harmonic here, but it lets, it lets you and your partner choose the comfort and support that's right for both of you. So you can, if one of you wants it to be firmer, one of you wants it to be softer, you can do all that. Uh, and with the new sleep number 360 bed, it actually senses your every move and automatically adjusts itself to you. So you stay sleeping comfortably throughout the night. And did you know? Many people fall asleep faster if their feet are gently warmed. The Sleep Number 360 can pre-warm each side of the bed. I'm going to go ahead and guess your bed doesn't do that. Uh, My current Sleep Number setting is 90. My Sleep IQ score last night, my first night back home again, was, stall for time, stall for time, was 88. Not bad, because I was uh, time zone impaired. I went to bed at like 11 p.m. Eastern time, but that was only 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific. So it was a little hard for me. But I, I went to sleep and I slept pretty well. Come in during the biggest sale of the year when all beds are on sale, including the new Sleep Number 360 smart beds that heat your feet. Plus, save 50% on an innovative limited edition bed now through Labor Day. You will only find Sleep Number in my house or at any of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest to you by visiting sleepnumber.com and be sure to tell them Lex with turning this car around sent you or else. <laughs> wow. Jeez. That got dark there at the end. Or else they won't know. Or else they won't know. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the part of the show where we threaten our listeners. 
my uh, so I, I mentioned I was in at in Anaheim and I was speaking at this conference. I interviewed the guy who hosted uh, Missing Richard Simmons and I talked on some panel. Uh, and then I took this client to Disneyland and my kids knew I was going to Disney without them. And they were like, will you FaceTime us as you get there so we can, you know, experience the magic with you? Um, it was past their bedtime by the time we got there because we did the twilight pass where I got there at like five o'clock in the afternoon, evening. Uh, so I sent a bunch of photos, which they appreciated. But I have a magic of Disney story to share with you. Please do. It's <laughs> I'm always it's here for a magic of Disney story. It's the day before I'm taking this client to Disneyland and I'm taking other clients out for dinner at downtown Disney. Uh, I don't know if that's like a universally understood term, but you know, it's the, it's, you don't go into the park. There's no admission, but it's like all the chain restaurants and other things that you can go eat at that are Disney adjacent. And so I'm walking through downtown Disney with this uh, husband and wife couple who run an ad buying agency. And a woman says, Lex. Now, at this conference where I had been speaking, lots of people recognize me because there aren't that many people who are big in podcasting economics, and I happen to be one of them. And so everybody comes up to me and is like, hey, will you sell ads for my show? And I'm like, not the guy. Email this address. <laughs> it happens over and over again. Um, and I figured, oh, that's going to happen to me again. And we turn. And there, standing inches away, is the first girl I ever kissed. <laughs> from uh, who I hadn't seen in probably 24 years. I uh, had my first kiss at summer camp and uh, she was there with her husband and she's like, it's me, Marianne. I instantly recognized who it was. I just could not like fathom that it was, this was <laughs> happening. Uh, and we hugged and then like she had places to be and I had places to be and that was it. So we spent like literally 30 seconds <laughs> may, and that might be high and that was it. But it was super random. And the uh, the ad buyers were like blown away by the surreal moment and the Disney magic involved and <laughs> us running into each other for the first time in more than two decades. And, and she, she was, was a, she was a Snow White. Hair. Yes, <laughs> um, her hair was uh, the. Because uh, you're that old. I know. Well, she is. She was older. Um, <laughs> the uh, it was super weird. So like I more to my wife story, is. maybe. I text my wife this and she's like, come home now. So did you kiss her? Again? She's like, did you kiss her again? <laughs> and I'm like, her husband was right there. And so then I and my wife text each other at the same time. She said, so did you kiss him? And I said, I kissed him at the same time. So it's pretty good. So now I know why Lauren and I are married. <laughs> and not, and so not you know, yeah. go to guess, go to Disney and you will see all kinds of exes. So you've got that <laughs> I'm it. not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, it's not, that one happened to be nice, but I don't think that's a good ad campaign. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it was super weird. I mean, I can think of well. <laughs> I think by and large, really, I mean there are some that I would I would, it would be very nice to see. Um and then there are others that, you know, I think would yeah, I, be, be best for everybody. They don't want to be they don't want to see me. I don't want to see them. Now, all of this to me ties in to turning this car around in two ways. One, summer camp, which, uh, you know, my oldest has been debating and she decided last night, okay, I'm going to go. Uh, we got her a new comb, a, a detangling comb. And she's like, okay, with this comb, I can brush. With this, I can, I can safely comb my hair. I'm willing to go to summer camp, sleepaway camp. Uh, but it also ties into this show because my kids heard me talking about this with Lauren when I was home. And they were like, wait, that was the first girl you kiss? And I was like, yes. And they're like, you kiss somebody who's not mommy. <laughs> and kids. I recognize that. I get that question. It's, right? Like I it's totally time for bed. It is super weird. <laughs> yeah. It's super weird to think about the fact that hey, at one point your parent kissed somebody else. Suck it up. 
<laughs> and that's not all. Has, the, has that <laughs> has that conversation come up yet in your house? Um, not specifically, I guess. No. Um, I want to make a podcast that's me interviewing all the people I used to date, and I'm going to call it X's. Oh my X's. god. Or just, I, why would I just call it Lex's X's? That's my thing. Okay, I'm going to call it Lex's X's. <laughs> I will admit that there, there, there is some episodes. there is some alliterative uh, there is some alliterative magic going on there. Um, <laughs> however, so that has not come up. That's <laughs> your home. No, no, I don't. I don't. Again. No, I don't think so. I mean, we, you know, I have mentioned um, previous girlfriends before. Yeah, I don't even remember what context. <laughs> But I know that I that I have mentioned previous girlfriends before, and he, um, at the, I think at the time, this was a while ago. He found that funny. Um, <laughs> People dated you. Yeah, yeah, I think something, <laughs> something. I, I think it was also, but like when he was younger, and also just like, like you know, not not only did you end up marrying a woman, you dated women too. You dated girls. <laughs> Um, I think it was more like that. And so like, you know, like when I was like, you know, talking about being in high school and having a girlfriend and, and he was like, <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was, he just found it like ridiculous that, uh, that somebody that he knew, um, would, would do that. <laughs> and he's, he's getting, I mean, I'm sure you're not like super keen to talk about his own dating life, but he's getting close to the right age for dating. Yeah. yeah. Or for, yeah. for at least, at least consider, at least contemplating. Mm-hmm. That's got to suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there seems like there's a whole there's a gigant, gigantic can of worms there. Um, yeah, he hasn't. Um, I, he's not. He. I don't think he's ready for that yet. I mean, I think he. Got you know, it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not putting that on him. I'm not saying. I would. Not, I'm not trying to stop him. I think he's just not personally ready for it yet. He doesn't talk about That's it. And he doesn't. Um, he doesn't like talking about it, and I don't think he likes thinking about it. So. Got it. I think he's well. I've, I'm I'm happy to wait as long as possible. Like we have we have friends. They don't listen to this podcast, so I'll talk about them. Um, but you know they have uh, a, they have two boys, and one of their sons started being in a relationship with a girl who was his age. Um, and that's what they call like that they were boyfriend and girlfriend when he was like six. Mm-hmm. Um, and they like to hang out all the time and he would always like when they were watching TV together, they would stick two chairs right next to each other and he would put his arm around her and stuff. <laughs> and the parents like thought this was also adorable. But I thought, I thought and still feel like they were forcing the issue a little mm. bit, right? Like they were, they played it up a little bit too much. Cause I, I mean, it was, it's obviously innocent, whatever else, but like these kids, I believe genuinely are convinced that they will be husband and wife and that this is what they should be doing. Right. And like, I don't necessarily think this is what they should be doing. And it creeps me out. So I, I applaud you or not. Obviously, I mean, I can't even see the motivation to want to push yeah, no. a kid one way or the other. I, just, but, right. yeah, I don't know why, um, I don't know why you would do that, but, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. but I wonder, you know, like I, I, <laughs> as someone who is just like ridiculously shy and, um, awkward <laughs> and everything it, you know i feel like it took me longer to get into the whole like dating thing and um and i felt like i mean maybe if it had started maybe it had started with something stupid like that i could think it, it would be easier because i would think oh i, I had a, i had a girlfriend in you know kindergarten yeah, <laughs> yeah okay there you go see you, you put a bright spin on it but right? I, I yeah but i but i also agree that it you know like if you're like where's your girlfriend where you know i mean um 
that seems that seems a little weird. Like there is a boy Sierra has a crush on, and he got into the same class that she's going to be in this school year, and she likes when we joke about it. But I only joke about it with her, not in front of her siblings, mm-hmm. certainly not in front of the kid, and like we do it just to torture her. Sure. Um, and that I have no problem with, but it's not like. It's not like you should go kiss. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the kid's name. Yeah. The boy. It's more like you think. What you thinking about? You think about him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it, I think it's, it's also hilarious. a little bit. You know, wait, when they're when they're older, it's a little different than when they're like in kindergarten. Yeah. And I'll tell you, kids of all ages, John, yeah. can be great. Mm-hmm. Can also be pain. Sure, they can be like, man, I don't love you, Dad. No, they don't say that. They say, hey, man, <laughs> I don't want to eat carrots today. Or, ugh, vegetables are yucky. Uh, and these kids are wrong. I mean, I don't love vegetables either, frankly. So I say this a lot of the time, too. But there is a company. That company is called That's It. And they make amazing bars. We've talked about them before. They started with fruit. My kids are big fans of the, uh, the, the pear apple one, I think it is, that they like. Does that sound right? Or pear strawberry, maybe? They're, anyway, my kids are fans of the, of the fruit bars to a, a high degree. And while I was traveling for work, a giant box comes to the house. And my wife's like, what's this giant box you got? And I'm like, open it. And inside was a whole new set of bars from That's It. And it was because they are now conquering vegetables, <laughs> also known as vegetables or veggies. Let me tell you about these bars. You ready? Please. They are gluten-free kosher vegan and raw diet friendly they're great for getting one full serving of vegetables every day they're made with real non-gmo fruits and veggies now they're fewer than 100 calories per bar they are uh, a great source of fiber fiber i almost said that right (laughs) zero fat i will say that again zero it's written here in all capital letters zero every age diet and lifestyle can enjoy that's it it's a great snack for grab and grow breakfast after school after the gym four g's of veggie protein i'm guessing that's grams but it could also be like space re-entry mm-hmm. into the earth's atmosphere you know why you know why it could be space re-entry into, into the earth's atmosphere because why these bars are taken up to the international space station oh um Jeez. Yes. <laughs> uh, guess how much sugar and preservatives they add to this thing. None. Yeah. None. I knew the answer. They're to easy that. to take with you. <laughs> they're pocket size. You can you could you could grab these and go. And to the international called, space it. station. That's it is offering our listeners an amazing deal. Go to that'sitfruit.com. Enter our code turning at checkout and you're gonna save ten percent off your order. Do what we did and try the new veggie bars. Uh again, you're gonna go to that'sitfruit.com. T-H-A-T, like that, I-T. I'm sorry, there's an S in the middle, so let's try that again. T-H-A-T, <laughs> that, S, I-T, fruit, dot com. Enter our code at turning at checkout to save 10% off your order. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. That's it, fruit, dot com, and promo code turning. That's it. That's the ad read. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, and there's no apostrophe in the URL, just, you know. Correct. Okay. But it's like when you, um, uh, when anybody in my house says, that's it, I'm like, what are you doing a podcast at? That's what <laughs> that's, that's what And everybody laughs. Uh, uh, speaking of Disneyland, mm. I do want to mention uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride or the Caribbean, depending on your mm-hmm. preference. Uh, not fun without kids. Because oh. I was with two two grown men, and me, <laughs> so I guess three grown men total. We did many rides, had a good time. That one, it just felt weird. Like that one, it's 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 like the speed of Small World. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's supposedly, scenes. I guess, a little scarier for tiny kids than Small World, certainly. But although yes. although Small World, 
a little creepy too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, but not, uh, not adult level. Honestly. And I know this is almost a cliched point to make, but the, the creepiest thing on the pirate's ride is the uncanny Valley animatronic Johnny Depp's that appear throughout the mm-hmm. ride now. They are, uh, well, yeah. they make me uncomfortable. Sure. It's not a new point. People, uh, you know, the, the more realistic and animatronic thing he is, the creepier it's going to get. But <laughs> I'm not going to make any jokes about it because <laughs> it's terrible. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I, tell, I think I had mentioned this story, but like the last time we were there, um, we were getting on the um, Haunted Mansion ride. And we yes. got to the point where you mm-hmm. actually, you know, you wait in line for... <laughs> Actually, I think it was like half an hour waiting in line, something like that. Um, wasn't that long. okay? And then you know we get on that moving that conveyor belt with the, that has the you know the cars on it, and so you step on. I believe they are called Doom buggies. Oh, there we go. And um, we get we sit down in the thing, and Hank looks around for a second, and he jumps up and gets off. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. and he's just like he's just like no, no, no. <laughs> Now, did you go on anyway? <laughs> so I had, I had to chase him. And Karen's, Karen was like, I think Karen was already stuck. I think she was already like, the bar had already come down or something. And uh, <laughs> so she went through. I went after him. And uh, we, had, we had a chat outside. And he was he was just like, yeah, I don't think I want to do that one. Um, and so I went back around um, and uh, managed to bypass some of the line uh, they let me through and uh and then i got i got to go through and enjoy the ride i'm not gonna lie to you disneyland without kids is great (laughs) yeah um we did a lot of single rider line stuff not every disney ride has single rider lines but some do and like it was also these were twilight passes which you can only get if you are attending a conference that's partnered with Disney. So it means basically it means that you can go there starting at 4 PM and stay through close. So they're slightly cheaper than regular tickets. I think they were like $75 a piece. Um, and, uh, you like they could, uh, adults can all move quickly and they don't complain about the lines and we didn't wait in very many, like the longest line we had was maybe 15, 20 minutes. And, uh, we did everything. <laughs> and for the first time in my life, I went on the jungle cruise ride, which oh. is for dads everywhere. Yeah, Sure. There's all this like 100% dad jokes. Oh, yes. Uh, my two favorite jokes from the man who gave us our Jungle Cruise ride tour uh, were at the very end. He's like, guys, make sure you keep your hands, feet, elbows, your loves, whatever inside the boat while we're docking. I don't want you to experience any peer pressure. I like that one. <laughs> and then at the very end, as we're starting to get off, he's like, listen, um, I have one more joke for all the mind readers out there. And I like that joke. too. <laughs> Uh, I had tweeted right before I went on that I was about to go on it and Cable Sasser tweeted back to me uh, be careful there's a 50% chance that you're going to quit your job and work as a tour yeah. guide on the Jungle Cruise yeah, that, that, that it does seem up your alley <laughs> yeah it's true um, do they do they make that do they do their own material or uh, do you think Disney writes that stuff for them I believe they are given a script and they are given some freedom okay that's that's my take yeah it's probably Googleable. Listen, if you're a listener and you, uh, oh yeah, we, we're probably driving. Like, been, they're, they're, I'm sure there are Disney nuts who know this and are, yeah. are like shaking their iPhones you can, right now because you can contact us directly. We're at Blurb on Twitter. <laughs> 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 and while you're at it, you can get in the Slack. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, just hit up at Blurb. He'll tell you how to do that too. <laughs> but there is a turning this car around Slack, and it's all. He'll also tell you all about editing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So was your, were your, were your oh, was your con- was the conference in Disney, or did you just happen to go to Disney? The conference was at the Anaheim uh, Marriott, which is. Ah, there are actually two Marriotts in Anaheim, but at the Anaheim Anaheim Conference Marriott. So it was uh, like a four minute drive from Disneyland. The conference was in a hotel. Okay. Um, and uh, it was good. It was good. But um, when you're that close to Disneyland, yeah. it's hard not to go. Yeah. I went to a conference once the, that was actually in, on you know, on the property. That's pretty. Which cool. was really cool because we had um we had a dinner one night um and uh, Mickey and Minnie were there. That was. Super nice. fun, and they're so they're so I, great. I mean, like, <laughs> Minnie came to our table and was shaking hands, and, <laughs> and, I, and it's like, and she's standing there. So she goes around, she goes, you know, like she doesn't say anything, of course, and and yeah. she's just standing there, and <laughs> we're looking at her, and, and I was like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, what do what do I say to a person dressed as a mouse? I just don't. I don't have. We don't. I'm not sure. What, we don't have anything to talk about, and she can't talk anyway. <laughs> Did you find anything to no, about or no. was that it? I just I said I I just I said something like, you know, I'm I feel a little nervous now, like I should say something, but I have nothing to say. And she just and she made this gesture like you know, just like breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> the um I, I have historically explained to my kids when they were young enough to like Liam still believes that they are the characters, which I like. Um, but like they're not gonna talk because they know if they started talking to one kid, they'd have to talk to everybody and then they would never <laughs> so their rule is like we're just not gonna say because otherwise it's really creepy. Like, hey, I've spent my whole life worshiping you. Yeah. Say something. Right. Why won't you? And I guess kids are too young and dumb to care, but uh, I I always think that it's super weird. Yeah. Like I love me like the joy of kids meeting characters I'm totally on board with, but like just the the fact that they must say silent creeps me mm-hmm. out. Yeah, we took well, the first time we took Hank to Disney World was when he was almost three. Um, and we stood in line for like, I think that was like 45 minutes to see Mickey, um, which was, you know, when he was like, oh, like two, <laughs> that was, that was trying um, because he was, uh, he was moving around like crazy um, and wanted to get out of there. He didn't understand what we were doing. And then when we got up there though, he, um, he saw Mickey and his eyes just went wide and he just, he just started walking towards him and he just opened his arms up just like, Aww, <laughs> and they nice are, we, we of course, you know, melted and, you know, we'll tell that story until we die. <laughs> so, I, um, so it all worked out. I saw Goofy while we were going into the magic kingdom. Uh, but I was like, and I absolutely would have gone in the line. Like if I was there with like my best friend in the world, yeah. whoever that would be, probably you, John. I'd be like, hey, let's get in line and take our picture with Mickey. But like with a client, I wasn't going to say it. Or with Goofy, but I wasn't going to do that with a client because that felt too weird. Uh, but I was close. I wanted to. Um, one of my favorite pictures in my house growing up, my parents had in the in the family room, we had three collages, one for each kid. Um, and my uh, I have two older sisters. And one of my older sisters, there's a picture of her meeting Donald at Disney. Uh, Disney World, I'm sure, and she is about five feet from Donald, which was the closest she was going to. <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. like her pose picture with mm-hmm. Donald with a five foot gap between them, and I always found that picture. Hilarious. Yeah, I can remember the only thing I remember about m- m- me and being afraid of those characters was we went to Universal Studios in California when I when I was like, mm-hmm. I was pretty young. I mean, this was in the very early 70s. Um, so I think I actually think I might have been six or seven. Um. And, uh, and we have this picture of my brothers with, um, 
God, was it um, Mr. Hyde? Okay. Yeah, and I was just like, you know, my parents, I remember my parents wanted me to get into the picture with them, and I was like, you got to be kidding me. There's no way I'm nowhere next to that guy. <laughs> that man is a murderer, <laughs> and I am not standing next to him. Why do they even let him in? <laughs> That's right. What's, what's like, who even knows what could happen? What kills me at Disneyland is how they so often have... Uh, Chip and Dale wandering around, and I feel like nobody has any idea who they are. Yeah, anymore. that's very strange. And I just I don't get why they they do they even I mean do those even play anywhere anymore? I mean do they I mean maybe they play them on the Disney Channel, but I don't, I don't we don't get the Disney Channel, so I don't I don't know for yeah. sure. But I don't remember that being. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> anything anything also, recent. The, my kids are were always accepting of the fact that the characters are much larger in person than they would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but and none of them have ever objected to the fact that the dwarves are the same height as everybody else, <laughs> which always bothers me. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Uh, it, well, I um, I complain about these things I, I, at least in my head. <laughs> did you write a card? Well, Fill out a card? No. <laughs> the um, oh, but we did actually get stopped on our way out. Um, we, and we were at the park until closing. So we're leaving at around 11 PM and a woman stopping us near her way and she's holding an iPad that's strapped to her hand. Um, and she's like, Hey, could I ask you guys a couple of questions about your experience here today? And we're like, sure. And she asks, you know, did you watch the light show? And we're like, sort of, she's like, does that mean you watched it from a ride? And that was literally one of the options watched it while on a ride, stopped to watch it or didn't watch it at all. Um, and did you do this? How were the lines? Whatever. It was like five minutes and then we were done and then we continued leaving. And I thought it was so funny that she was like, well, I could ask some of these parents who are leaving with truly exhausted or weeping children and who are clearly fried out of their minds, or I could see, hey, here are three adults who seem to be in quite good spirits. I'm going to stop them yeah, and ask right. them to do my survey. And I thought she made the right choice, but I was still amused by it. <laughs> so were your kids upset that you went without them? Um, not to me. My wife was upset that I went with She's like, why didn't we go? And I'm like, well, I told you I was going to Anna. <laughs> could have come um could have booked your own tickets and come. <laughs> exactly yeah i'd be happy to have you stay in a hotel room near mine and but um no my start your were, own podcast I think they were, okay <laughs> they were jealous go. but not mad yeah they weren't mad. okay that's good um and uh man but yeah it's it's fun without kids <laughs> yeah no we did we i mean karen Pirates and i, karen and I went to, um well so yeah we went that time so i went to that conference and then she met me um, at the end of the conference and we went to the park. Um, and then I think maybe we went again by ourselves because my parents have a place in Florida. And so we got flying to Orlando and, um, off, you know, when we have the chance, we will definitely sure. go, uh, to Disney world before we go see them Maybe. or after we see them. Yeah. Cause the, also, yeah, cause the we last had- time we, we were, <laughs> we had had, a we had had a, uh, we had been at my parents' place and which was kind of a disaster because my sister-in-law got really, uh, had a terrible back problem. Um, and it was, most of it was spent like worrying about, like she had to go, she got, they called the ambulance. She had to go to the hospital. I mean, oh, so man. the whole thing was kind of a, a mess. And then, um, we went yeah. to Disney world and we were like, you know, let's just call Alaska and see if we can stay another day. <laughs> so we did. And they didn't even charge us anything. They're like, you want oh, to stay another day? Cool. Sure, you go right ahead. We'll move you. It was pretty. Wow. That was pretty sweet. So uh, we had a good time. You have some good stories, man. <laughs> it's fascinating. My my airplane, my my oh, rescheduling stories. 
but but not having a not having to pay extra staying that's pretty good <laughs> i'm jealous i'm jealous well, we, we were we were stunned <laughs> so and we were karen and i were so those are an incident incidents where we were texting each other while we were in the hotel room so there's the three of us in the hotel room and hangs like on his own phone oh, or something like that and gotcha. we're like do you want to stay and she's like do you want to stay an extra day and i was like yeah i don't want to stay an extra day and she's like okay well i'm going to step out and call alaska and see if i can get an extra day and so she comes back in and she's like no charge. We're going to Disneyland. We're like, yeah, we're staying next day. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my Disney magic expired, I would say, within seconds of walking off the lot. Mm. <laughs> um, because I had a 1040 flight home from Los Angeles International Airport. And I called United and was like, can I take one of these earlier flights? Because I'm up early. Like, I woke up at six in the morning and I'm like, I should just go. And they're like, yeah, we can get you a standby seat, and it looks very good for the 9 a.m. flight. So I got to the airport at around 8 a.m., and they're like, oh, never mind. You can't get on the 9 a.m., and you can't get on the 940, but you can wait for the 1040. So I was just hanging out. But they didn't tell me that until like those planes took off, so I just stood up for an extremely long time waiting to get on earlier planes and then did not. It felt very not Disney-esque. Yeah. Right. Well, anything. Yeah, right. Then you, you know, suddenly you're back to travel, and travel sucks. Yeah. Right. Never fly mm-hmm. is my tip. And when my plane landed, apropos of nothing, uh, it ran over something at one point, not like a person, but some, some <laughs> that you know of. debris, um, and made this, like, it was as they were welcoming us there. And then like the flight attendant <laughs> just stops talking. Cause it was like, what the hell is that? Um, and then they wouldn't let the plane keep taxiing until they could come send somebody out to check and make sure that there weren't, it wasn't any tire damage, which there was not, hmm. but it's always fun. <laughs> always a hoot flying. <laughs> big fan disclaimer not actually fun <laughs> yeah but according to armstrong since i talked about it on the show i'm deducting the entire excellent expense good call very nice listen there's no rule of law in this country <laughs> <laughs> i pardon you <laughs> pardon me 